Hello, everyone, and welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, a podcast where I sit down with some of my friends in the local Columbus, Ohio theater and improv scene and talk a bunch of geeky stuff, some of it good, some of it bad, but all of it definitely geeky. If you enjoy our program, be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and to leave a review. Our official sponsor of this show is Audible with over 200,000 titles to choose from. There's some great books that you can listen to, like, for example, Stephen King's It or uh, Where the Crawdad Sings by Delia Owens. And, of course, there's the Rachel Hollis books, Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing, and much, much more. If you go to Audible Trail forward slash good, bad, geeky, choose your first book free and two Audible originals each month. It's ad-free premium audio you listen to offline, no interruptions, and guys, you own your library. Keep your books even if you cancel. There's a 30% off and exclusive member-only savings, easy exchanges, don't love a book, swap it for free anytime. It's $14.95 per month after the trial. You can cancel anytime as well. If you're interested, all you have to do is have an Amazon account. And if you don't have one, it's really simple to create one. Again, go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. Did you know that we are proud members of the It's All Been Done Presents Network? Well, speaking of the network, Squatch Smashers. Some say it's a scripted rednecky hello from Magic Tavern. Others say the other things. But don't listen to them. If you like your hijinks wacky and your sass extra sassy, then listen in to the simple podcast within a podcast within a podcast about a paranormal investigator working out of a t-shirt kiosk in a rundown mall that evolves into the tale of a Bigfoot hunter, a vampire, and a kill bot and Elvis the Necromancer on the run from the nefarious government forces and random cryptids in an enormous underground series of catacombs. Whew. The excellent, somebody of the New York Times, probably if they heard of the show, season of Squatch Smashers continues. All right, guys. In this particular episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geek, it's a little bit more unique than the normal episodes that we do here in that I am talking to one of the many talented writers of Mad Lab's Young Writers 2019 program and their mentor. Uh, I'm speaking to Kara, who is the young writer, and then her mentor, Tay. And I think it's a great episode. Uh, I hope you guys check out the Young Writers 2019 shows. There are two nights each with different sets of programming. The performances are Friday and Saturday between July 12th and July 27th, 2019, with two Sunday matinees at 3 p.m. For more information on tickets and the show itself, please visit Mad Lab on the web at madlab.net. Again, we kind of go into what the Young Writers Program is at Mad Lab. It's a great program for young writers. I really am blown away by how wonderful the program is and how great these kids are when with some of their plays, their shorts. And with Kara, we're going to go a little bit into hers and deep dive into her process as a writer and Tay as a mentor. I think it's really fascinating. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. One of the things that I really like, and I wish I had it when I was young, was the Young Writers Program, because I, I do love to write, and uh, like, when did you start getting interested into writing? I started writing like creative writing a lot, and like 
eighth grade because mm-hmm. my dad over the summer was like, Kara, you're good at writing. You should do more of that. So he was like, at the end of the summer, I want to see you. I want you to give me a story. So I, being wow. myself, wrote him a hundred pages. <laughs> and he was like, I said a story, not a book. <laughs> so um, that I kind of gave up on. It actually never finished it, but... Then I just started writing a lot more, and a lot of stuff I did, I wrote a lot of like really long stuff like that, but it never ended up getting finished. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, I joined drama club, and that was super fun. And then sophomore year, I was like, my drama teacher sent out the email from Mad Lab, and I was like, oh, a play? I've never written a play before. That sounds really interesting. So then I wrote one, and then <laughs> they sent it back because there were, I think, nine characters in it, and there was like a huge set, and I was like, I want this whole production for it. <laughs> um, and, I, and then I was like, oh, maybe that's not realistic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was at the first reading. So uh, for those yeah. listening, this is how this generally works, is that with young writers, they get the writers with their script that they submit in, mentors work with them, and then from an outsider's perspective, stage reading just happens. <laughs> I, that is not, I know that's not everything that happens. Stage reading one happens, and then stage reading two happens. Maybe some things are different. And then the show. That's literally... <laughs> and I know way more happens than that. So was the one that you was that the one that you submitted with the nine characters and then and that's what no this one was actually different so the nine characters one was one I submitted last year oh, and last then year. Okay. I went through and I like edited it and I used it for something else I put it on my school because my drama teacher nice. she's very easily swayed <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so then this year I wrote a new one because I was like I'm gonna learn from last year I'm gonna try again nice. so mine only has two characters now very minimal set <laughs> that's. First off, I want to applaud the people in your life sound very creatively awesome in terms of they're very supportive yeah. and they're encouraging. Yeah. That doesn't happen with with everybody, with everybody <laughs> period. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, it's, I mean, my God, your dad told you to write that story. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grant, you might have overdone it just a bit. But no, no, but that's still awesome. Like, I wish I could write 100 pages <laughs> of, of that. So, so but you ended up doing the nine character one at school. Mm-hmm. So if you had to go back and rewrite it now, would you maybe change some things up in it? Or would you still keep some of it as it is? I don't know. I mean, I've edited it so many times at this point. Like, even after Mad Lab, I was like, oh, well, I think I could do a lot of things differently, and I think I could do a lot of things better. So I went through, and I changed it. And then the one I ended up putting on was, like, so different from the one I submitted to Mad Lab. But I liked it so much more. So I, yeah. That's good. Uh, Well, okay, so... Being that I've seen the one stage reading, which one did you do? I did To Be Human. That was the first one. I'll go from your perspective, and then I'll switch over to Tay's for a second. When you got accepted to Young Writers, so again, the outsider perspective, mm-hmm. it's boom, 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 and it's there. What's really going on? Like, what, what all did you have to do to get from, yay, you got accepted to being in the short program to getting the short performed here in June? Well, first... Oh, July. Yeah. Yeah, see? This is why I do that at the intro later. Uh, Well, first, Tay actually sent me... uh, I had her send me all of her, like, initial comments and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the kind of person that wants to, like, get stuff done right away. So after I got accepted, I got all my critiques and stuff. And then I just kind of went through and edited it just a little bit because I honestly wasn't that satisfied with my first one that I submitted, and I was, like, really shocked that it got picked. I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we had our first little meeting, all, like, the 
all these workshops and stuff. And from there, I kind of was like, what else can I do from what I learned in the workshops to make it better? And then we had our stage reading, and I just went through and edited again. So it was basically just a lot of like thinking about what I had, fixing it, and then kind of taking some time away, and then going back again and fixing it. Okay. <laughs> now, and now before we switch over, I have to ask: Do you play The Sims a lot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a valid question. Yes. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we cut over to taste perspective, real quick. Can you just say real quick what it's about? So basically, it's about this girl who's trying to apply for colleges, and she's having trouble like focusing and figuring out her own life because she mm-hmm. keeps getting so caught up in like living vicariously through The Sims and trying to like avoid all of her problems. And so then her Sim comes to life and tells her pretty much to get her crap together. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's, yeah. that's interesting. You are correct. That's but no, but no, it's 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 really good. Uh, by Thank the way, you. and that was like the first performance one that I saw. Yeah, I, I had to leave early. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it was really good. And and I don't even know who they have. Ca- do you know who they have cast in that? I do not know. Okay, so so I mean, I was surprised because usually sometimes in the stage rings, there's like I mean, everyone who does it acting wise does a really good mm-hmm. job too and I was like it was well act, well written and well performed like, yeah. like mm-hmm. wow and this is just the reading okay so from Tay's perspective as the mentor oh <laughs> what's up <laughs> what? no, I mean I guess I'm, I'm just deciding at like what level to like take you into what goes on at the mentorship I guess the first thing is um, in terms of the selection the mentors actually play a part in that okay um, so it is the mentors who are in the room sorting out through all of the different plays that we get mm-hmm. I think we had over 50 this year to oh, go wow. through total in terms of the submittals so we rank them we come with our rankings they're all put into a big exotic beautiful colleen spreadsheet and we debate we debate and we figure out you know which are the 10 that we are actually going to take into the program after we after we make the selections and decide on who is going to be the mentor for which play Mm -hmm. um they ask us to get in contact with them and then they're also assigned a national mentor who is a playwright oh you didn't know i did not know this no (laughs) a real playwright out in the real world Ooh. okay so we got really really lucky we got a tira palmquist oh yeah mad lab has put up a couple of her works i remember the age of bees the whole length uh several years ago i feel like there was another one she did recently before I think there was one was too. It, I can't remember. It's not Kitesh. No, Kitesh is. Sorry, I'm I'm going through all the Mad Lab shows <laughs> in the last two years since I've been there as an ensemble. I'm just like, because like, yeah, that name sounds super familiar. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. What other people do you have, guys, or that you know of? Oh, that I know of. Yeah. Is Christopher worked, Lockhart one of them? Christopher Lockhart is one of them. I got so. to work with him again this year too. Oh yeah. Yeah. He is awesome. He's um, amazing. We, yeah. we do some other short programs that he will submit scripts in. He's also done one or two at Theater Roulette, which is another program at, at Mad Lab. And they're always really unique and really they're a lot of fun. So, and that, so that's awesome. Well, and I can say, too, the interesting thing about Tira and Christopher, it was very interesting to work with both of them and yeah. see the, the way that they gave notes. Mm-hmm. Tira's notes, if you remember, yeah. they were very pointed. They were like, mm-hmm. page six, this line, yeah, page they were seven, so detailed. Line. They were very, like, very detailed, <laughs> page to page. Christopher's were stories <laughs> where you kind of got the moral of them and figured out how to apply it to your life. So he was trying to tell you like an Asaph and Son kind of story about what's what what the note was, and you have yeah. to hopefully. Well, and <laughs> Christopher. And I say this with love to Christopher, of course. Again, of, of course, that I'm doing something that I'm not sure that I'm supposed to do, and everything. <laughs> so Christopher was the one that I worked with with um, Jules. Okay. Tira. Was the one we? It's one national mentor to one mentor to one high school. I got you. Okay, 
So where is it? So where is it? Just those two is for you guys for the two that you had. Um, we only had one. We only had two. Well, sorry. Mm -hmm. I meant well, you as a mentor. Sorry for yes. the, the two that you had, like Kara and the other uh, student. So you had both of them. Were there other mentors, national mentors? Besides yes. Those two? There's oh wow. Ten plays, ten student writers, and ten, then national, ten national mentors. Oh my gosh, wow. that's so cool. Well, I didn't know if like maybe they split it up, like no, like maybe there's no. like there were five or. Oh my gosh, that's insane. That's. Awesome. I really did not know that part about the program. Um, yeah, so, so with me, when I start, um, mm -hmm. you know, I usually send like an introductory welcome. Hey, you know, I'm going to be your mentor and everything. And then I, I ask And them. she says it exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can hear my voice in the email. Yes, you can. <laughs> but uh, sometimes, sometimes they just want to see it up right away. They don't want any feedback or anything like that. I love it when they do want feedback right away because that makes me you know, feel like, okay, they're really into yeah. it. They really want to learn yeah. from this. They really want to get everything they can out of it. So Kara, she did say that she wanted feedback before the first reading. So I just gave it a read, gave her my initial thoughts, notes, some overarching things, some particulars, mm -hmm. nothing too fundamentally challenging to make her feel like she had to completely change everything in the you couple weeks. everything we haven't started yet. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. So it's just a general thing. But then cool. after each reading, the way that the readings are structured, we um, they have it set up so that everybody in the room is able to give... They list things that they liked yes. about the play first, and then they give um, some constructive feedback for things that, you know, suggestions or things that they think could be improved or questions that they had about it. And mm -hmm. then the students get a chance to ask them any questions that they had about that as well. So it, which is nice because you have the other writers the, in the Young Writers Program be a part of that and they can offer feedback. And then you have the actors who have no idea, like, because <laughs> do you guys all get together where the whole group is together and do anything like that, like do writing exercises or anything like that, and then go off in separate ways? You guys had the workshop. Yeah. We had a couple workshops during our first, like, meet and greet thing, but that was, like, the only time that we were like getting together talking about writing mm -hmm. and then everything else was kind of like separate like on your own you're editing okay so like when you write do you listen to music or do anything like that or do you more recently i listen to music and do it because when i write i kind of have to be like in the mood of the show so for this show i was listening to a lot of music that made me feel like really nostalgic or like mm -hmm. i don't yeah just a lot of like nostalgic f feeling music What's nostalgic uh, for you, by the way? So I, can I don't feel know. Really like I listened to a lot of I listened to a lot of Owl City when I was writing this. Owl City, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, and okay. a lot of like very like soft down. indie music, I guess. Soft. Okay, see, I think I think they did the song from Wreck It Ralph at the end of Wreck It Ralph. That's the only thing. I know. Oh, when yeah. will I see you again? That's the only song I know by them. <laughs> I loved like, Owl City as a kid, so that's like where it takes me. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I so sometimes when I write, I can listen to music, but other times if I'm too in the zone, then it becomes too distracting because then I start whatever, and it creates too much noise up here, which is not a good thing. Okay, so this is interesting. So did you, I, 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 this is something that I catch myself doing, and then, and so I want to throw out there, do you catch yourself having any, like, crutches when you write? Like, like you find yourself saying certain words a little bit too much, so like both characters saying it. Now, in yours, it could be that that character is also the same person, so it could or could, or could not make sense, but like, when you're writing your other 100-page story or the other yeah. play you wrote at school, and the nine characters say something similar, you might have had to fix it later, but that you caught. Yeah. One of the things I say way too much when I write is, I mean, like before every sentence, it's like, <laughs> I mean, this happens, or like, I mean this. 
And <laughs> one time I was going through and editing, I think I was editing like my first draft of it, and I found I mean in there on like every page, like every three lines, and I was like, oh no, because <laughs> I wrote it so fast, and I was just like. So oh, was no. there any times that Tay was when I was like, there's a few I means in here? <laughs> no, no, I got I'm rid kidding. of those real fast. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I will tell you too, your actors will always thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> because those colloquialisms are so yeah they make it for so actors long. to remember where they go when they happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so like I, for some reason I say this out loud too, but I'll say like I digress, and sometimes I will just throw that in, and it's like no, not everyone digresses at all times, like, and not everybody. Way. Yeah, but um, all the time. Either. Yeah, but um, you are correct. You know, There's so many colloquialisms <laughs> yeah. that I just yeah. oh yeah yeah not um, in yours in particular, but yeah. just in general. No, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it, it, totally. So. So are you a junior or a senior? I'm a junior. Junior. Are you going to subs- uh, not subscribe? Are you <laughs> going to try out again for next year's? Maybe. Or is I this, probably is this will. the top for you? Like you've, you've reached the top. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm better than this now. I'm moving on. I see brighter I've been produced horizons. at Mad Lab. I'm going away. <laughs> no, um, I'll probably do another one next year. I'm also looking at online like at a bunch of other playwriting stuff. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to just try to write as much as I can this summer. So now taking a different turn, kind of, you said that you were in drama class. Does that mean you also like to act too? Yeah. Did you try out for Young Writers itself? Cause I no. Because I think this is the, that I'm aware of. This is the first time we actually, we never d- say no teenagers or whoever apply. But like we really this year said we need kids. and. Well, there were two plays yeah. this year that had Yes. Kid, kids yes. written into them. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was one of the little kids in that one. It was a very <laughs> weird thing. Me and Sam Clemens was just, were brother and sister, or brother, brother and sister, wow. Brother and brother, and yeah. But no, yeah, so there was. Well, they've, uh, they've always encouraged any of the playwrights and any of the friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they reach out to the teachers and let them know about auditions mm-hmm. too and everything. So anyone who is uh, part of the program or knows about the program is encouraged That's to cool. audition. And actually, the, the play that I, Directed two years ago, I did. Ha- I did actually cast one of the high school kids. Oh wow! Who had come out for auditions? And I keep calling you kids. Is that insulting? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's no that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah is that insult- I mean, no. it makes I you feel better. We're old people, young. <laughs> yeah. So to quote, to quote the Simpsons, that's like my Man-shakes new. Mansfield cloud. Yeah, yeah Mansfield yeah. cloud. I'm just like, yeah. Uh... I'm asking you, what's that band again? <laughs> what's the band again? I don't know. Um, yeah. So, what other stuff inspires you? Like, what what creates? Like, what gives your brain activity? Like, what feeds your brain? Like, it could be anything. It could be books. It could just be taking walks. Like, what feeds that? Um, honestly, everything. Like, uh, music definitely is one of the main things. Like, mm-hmm. a certain like feeling I get from music makes me want to like write a certain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or and like just life experiences or like what's happening around me. Like for this one, like I was playing the Sims and my brother was complaining about his college essays and I was like, Oh, a story, a play. So for a second I was going to, I was trying not to ask the obvious one where I was like, so was this really about you? Because I mean, if when you're in high school, that is a thing too that you have to deal with is you have to apply for colleges. And, and sometimes that is the answer is like, yeah, that was what I was freaking out about and whatever, which is totally fine. That's not, that's, that's, yeah, but Sorry, so what other stuff, like, I mean, everything, but, like, what in particular? So music's one of them. Music, just stuff around me. Like, things that I'll read. Like, I'll read a story, and I'll be like, oh, I really like this, but what if this was happening instead of what Mm -hmm. was happening in the story? And I'll take kind of, like, 
what's in that story and like the main kind of theme of it and then I'll just put it in my own little world I guess okay how would you classify the sim- the sims which it would would it be kind of fantasy but not this grounded fantasy are you speaking about her about her about her place sorry not the game more sci-fi i guess sci-fi if it was something like that well no so do you gravitate towards certain genres when you write too i typically do realistic fiction or fantasy so because i like the fantastical element i think it's fun to play around with sure i'm not a huge fan of like historical fiction it's just so complicated with like I, on, I'm not a huge fan of researching things, so <laughs> I, that's just kind of <laughs> limiting there. <laughs> okay, so you might not like research, but do you, do you ever... Well, so obviously you've technically done research while playing The Sims. Yeah, but so that's, some of that, it's that's more fun different. research. It's, oh, it's more fun research. Okay, fair enough. Because I was about ready to ask is like, if you ever wrote a story where even you didn't have to do a lot of it, but you had to do some research, and was it like, yeah, just I mean, mind-numbing to A little you? Google search doesn't kill me, but yeah, it's, yeah. Wikipedia, it's when I have to I'm like... There. Okay. Yeah, it's when I have to like look in-depth about things, or if I have to like look up a book about something and read the whole thing that's i'm not (laughs) okay okay well because sometimes i'll like see an article on the smithsonian or you know nasa will post something and i'm like oh that's fascinating and i yeah i i share it on social media but i also like like it or something so i can be like i know to get that later (laughs) because there's something in there that i just spark something i'm like i want to go back to that yeah my instagram on instagram my saved thing is just full of things that like gave me an idea at one point so mm-hmm. oh that's awesome yeah. so what other stuff do you like to do besides writing like do you and you obviously your drama you're acting a little bit too but what other stuff do you like to i mean honestly that's pretty much all i have time for oh you have time for yeah. you don't do any sports or anything like that no or? yeah i do a lot of acting a lot of writing Jeez, i really don't do anything else you don't do anything yeah. else? that's okay though. okay so acting wise high schools do musicals do you do musicals yes Okay. I'm not super good at singing, but I do like ensemble. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's the thing. To get into ensemble, usually you have to be kind of decent. I did choir for a little bit, so that's, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm good at singing in groups, (laughs) not by myself. (laughs) Yeah. So if I, if we did do the scale, you would just, it would, it would be bad. Unless one of us sing with you. Okay. (laughs) What role in a musical do you really want to do? Oh, that's hard. I really like Be More Chill. What's that? It's it was <laughs> I, I super, like, so it was um, it was this off Broadway musical for a while, and then it closed down like I think like six months after uh, it debuted. Recently, it's been like really popular, and like I discovered it really recently too. And I honestly don't know where it started and why it started like trending again. But everyone on like social media and stuff was like, "Oh, Be More Chill is like really good." And then it got so much fame from social media that it's actually on Broadway now. What? Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I got to see it in New York and it was amazing. Oh, and wow. Yeah. I really like it. Some of the, I like Brooke's role in that or Chloe. They're the, not like the main leads, but like sure. uh, supporting leads, I'd say. Okay. Do you see yourself more as a supporting lead and not yeah. be in the... Most female roles that are leading are soprano, and I am not a soprano. You're an alto? Yeah. Okay. I was, that was something Alto was leading on tenor. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. Welcome to the dark side. We have cookies. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a tenor, kind of tenor one, tenor two. Okay. So uh, what, what musicals and stuff have you done while at school? Because that's um, always fascinating, too. We did Into the Woods this year. That's, yeah. That's kind of a hard one to do. It was very hard. It was such a long process, but it ended up being really good. 
Um, Who were you in that? Were you? I was just in the ensemble. So for there's not really like an ensemble for it since it's mostly just leads. Mm-hmm. And my teacher kind of wanted to keep it with just the leads. But <laughs> so I was me and two other girls were like any small role that needed to be filled pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we were like the birds that came in. So we had like little bird puppets. And then we were like the we were like the step uh, Cinderella step family's carriage. So okay. like we had two people being horses and I was the coachman. And then cool. we were like, we did this thing. We were reenactors. So we, during the, uh, what, what, I think it was, we had like the screen come down and we did like shadows oh, telling okay. the story. So like during Cinderella song, we had, we like kind of told Cinderella story through shadows. So we had one girl in like a Cinderella silhouette, I guess. So it yeah. wasn't like a costume, like the dress did not look anything like it, but the shape of it was right. So she was like, right. so she was like, you know, pulling at her shoes. She was like. We had like kind of mini dances too, and then I was Cinderella's prince, so I got this big like coat. I <laughs> I got to like run on. Did you have to do something with your hair? Because right now, well, the person have, like, we had Cinderella hair. playing Cinderella's prince uh, wore this like long oh, wig. I thought you were the prince. No, I was the in shadow. Cinderella. Oh, you were in the, yeah. in the shadow. I meant I was the shadow. That's what I. But meant, uh, Cinderella's actual prince had like this long wig on, and it looked so funny. Okay, so, so I just yeah, so I just left my hair. Well, there as you it go. was. Because I was just like, oh, but. One of the things I'm with, we did that recently. Uh, the shadow thing, it's super hard. Yeah, and, it was difficult. And the, the people, we were doing it to a live speech where they were improvising. Like, god awful. <laughs> I never want to do it again. Um, actually, everyone who did it, like, it was pretty much these all but dumb people. Uh, they, we were just like, why are we doing this? We don't understand. We, we, were do, we, we perform with our voices. Yeah. Uh, it was very weird. Um, so I can't even imagine how hard that was to yeah. me because it. We did practice it a lot, um, except our light kept breaking. It was so terrible. <laughs> kind of hard when you It was so yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were really kinda. scared it was just going to stop working in the middle of it, but it was all fine. It all worked out really well. Did was there anyone in the group that was that person that was just like doing the bunny ears thing and just no, doing that? But no. everyone else in the cast liked to mess with it. <laughs> like. <laughs> Stop, we're practicing. It's like, this is our moment. <laughs> and everyone else is yeah. doing it. See, I feel like I would be the one that would be doing that if it was me behind yeah, the thing. Yeah, we did goof around with it a little bit. <laughs> That's the best stuff. Are you a musical person, Tay? I think I might be. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Come back, come back, come back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not that I don't like them. I just haven't had much exposure. I mean, that's the funny thing is being in the theater community or world, everybody mm-hmm. assumes that you know everything about that theater. That is true. Yeah. Like, especially people that I work with, they'll talk about that. And I just look at them and blink. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know. No, that's okay. Yeah. I don't. I do the same. People do the same thing. It's like, did you, do you remember that thing from that whatever? I'm like, Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't know. Like, yeah, someone asked me, there's an Adams Family musical. They're like, do you know about, I didn't even know that. They're like, yeah, we just came from the Adams musical. You probably know it. And I was like, no. <laughs> was it good? Like, yeah. who, who was in the original Broadway cast? And then, like, yeah, Nathan Lane, B.B. Newworth. And you're yeah. just like, cool, good names. And I know they can sing real well, but I still have no concept of yeah. the thing. And, you know, yeah. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> so with writing, do you want to do you want to do one of the things where you write and act in your own thing? I I don't know. I feel like for me, writing a play and acting in it is kind of like reading out your poetry to the whole class, where it's like you know what you wrote is good, but it's so embarrassing to do it yourself. <laughs> I got you. Even if you were a supporting role in it, where you're not the lead. Yeah, I mean, right. fair enough. When I was doing my uh, show at my school. We do this, it was for one acts. So we all, so for one acts, my drama teacher picks like 
I think we had five shows. So we had five one-act shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we each got to direct our own. So I directed my play that I wrote. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was such a cool experience. But <laughs> a lot of the time, I was like, I just wanted to jump in there and like deliver the lines myself so I could be like, this is how you're supposed to say it. And then I would like tell them how to do it. And like sometimes I would do that. Cause, <laughs> so, you know. so you got to learn, too, which... I had to learn hard last time. Some <laughs> actors don't like line readings. Other times they most, do. Yeah. Most, <laughs> most of them don't. Well, sometimes I'm just like, if they see something like, try it a different way and you're yeah. not getting it. I'm just like, can you just give me the line reading? Yeah. I like to do it. But no, you were right. A lot of people do not. And yeah. so then it's like, and also you, these are your friends too. Yeah. Like you, it's not like sometimes when, when we at Mad Lab do a show, sometimes you might not know the person coming into audition if they get the role. It's also just like, I don't know you that well. So then it's just like that, it's, so it's, it's easier not, to be it's, meaner it, to you. It's yeah. not, no, it, it's not. It's not actually to me. It's not easier at all. Actually, it's not. And it's not being mean. It's just like, but you feel it's mean because it's like they might have worked really hard on that before they got yeah. to that rehearsal to mm-hmm. deliver that line that way, and that's how they're thinking the character is. And you're like, that's not how I'm seeing it right now. Yeah. And it's really hard. So see, you've already been through the gamut. <laughs> I feel like you've directed your in. Like you're a triple threat. I mean, are you yeah. gonna go for was it the EGOT award? The EGOTs, the Emmys, the gold. Golden Globes, <laughs> the Oscar, and the Tony. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> you get to buy a really cool, yeah, really cool thing that'd be fun. I don't know if I'd ever get there though. <laughs> no, I don't know. You have first off, you have a really great support structure. I, I, yeah, not, that's I'm true. I'm not king. Like they're so good. That that went off when you talked about your dad, and it's like I want a story by the end of summer. I'm like. What? Yeah. I, wow. And then also you have your teacher who referred you to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, which is good. That means, cause sometimes they, ref, they, I'm speaking generalized. I'm not saying all, but like sometimes it's more like I got this. I have to give it to you. But no, mm-hmm. like they're telling people and wanting, they're yeah. supporting the arts and getting you guys out there to do it. Isn't you got actually made up? It was made up, but now it's a thing. Now it's a thing. I think it's because Wasn't of it, 30 Rock. It was 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah. It was, well, I think someone else said it as a joke, and then 30 Rock, like in real life. I think, I think not Denzel. Somebody like that made a joke. Like, yeah, I call it an EGOT. And then, like, Tina Fey took him <laughs> way and, and I think, yeah, because then Tracy Morgan, Tracy Jordan... I get Tracy Morgan playing Tracy Jordan. <laughs> he came in with a necklace that said "Egot." Yeah. Like, well, there's lemon. I'm missing one. <laughs> it was like, what? How did he get that far? <laughs> like, okay. Well, so keeping on that mind, do you, what TV shows do you like? Really, really get into? I really like Lucifer. I just watched the fourth season on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I like Sherlock too. I like a lot of crime solving shows, which is funny because I don't like writing that kind of stuff because it's so complicated to write interesting but i love watching it because it's so interesting so i've talked to other writers and just in general across the board young and old and when i talk to them sometimes you notice a weird shift which is i like to write fiction but it's like there's maybe a little comedic edge to it or whatever but then it's like i watch hardcore crime stuff or if it's like (laughs) i do the hardcore crime stuff i just want to watch comedies all day or i that's that's what i get into movies like you know I find that to be such a weird, there's a weird schism there. I don't know if it's because it's like you're just stuck, your brain's thinking in that mode all the time. It's like that's the way you want relax or. I don't know. I, I think it's just, I think it's because I, I'm just really no good at writing crime things. I'm not good at writing like any of that kind of mystery stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just interesting to like 
see it, I guess, and just kind of experience it without having to make it myself. (laughs) Do you, do you feel like at some point though, you might challenge yourself to try to write one? I would like to, I really like, I would really love to write like a murder mystery. I think they're so fun. Mm -hmm. They're just so like cool. There's so many things you can do with them. Do you have you ever read or seen any of the Agatha Christie stuff? Like, yeah, I've read it and then there were none, obviously, because schools make me. But, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely looked at others. <laughs> oh, I forget those days. Like, I had to read Lord of the Flies. Ugh. I actually kind of like Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies is really good. It was just, just interesting. Super, de- super depressing, though, because yeah. you're just like, this is deep. Should we be getting this deep right now <laughs> with other kids about this topic? Like, <laughs> Because it's really, yeah. Um, it was a lot for freshman year. <laughs> oh, you guys did it for, we did yeah. it our junior year. We did year. Lord of the Flies, um, Animal Farm. Oh, that's the oh one I was going to And then there were none. That one's pretty yeah. nice, too. <laughs> so, so it's weird. I, when I was in ninth grade, I was in Honors English, and they let us pick the books we wanted, which was neat. And then the, the uh, sophomore year. But still, they were higher books. So, like, I did War and Peace, which I don't know oh why God. I did <laughs> Well, I'm not going to lie. Maybe my grades weren't doing as good, and that was a Hail Mary pass uh, uh, on that one just because, yeah, uh, I don't do well with, with, with definitions or doing that whole stuff. But when I came to writing the book reports, I was actually really good. But she's like, if you do one of the big books, and most of them were Victor Hugo, like was it Les Mis, uh, Tolstoy's uh, War and Peace, Anna Karina was there too. Like, dear God, like, <laughs> I, I decided to go after that. And also, I read the other one that she would, which was way smarter, was Steinbeck of Mice. Have you read of Mice yeah. and Men? I like the book, but it's really slow to get into yeah. it. And I, I, I really didn't like it until the end. Right, which is also, which is, it's, a, it's weird when yeah. you say that in general, because that's how I felt. It's just yeah. like, oh, this is interesting now. What's going to happen with yeah. Lenny and George? Oh, that's really <laughs> sad. That's a bummer. <laughs> I mean, actually, was a little bit sad before then with yeah. Lenny uh, and the rabbits, George. But uh, so you don't think, yeah. So let's get back to it. You don't think you're going to do any got? No, I don't think so. I feel like yeah. I feel like you could. Well, I think where we Maybe. where we One might want to delve back into the conversation was what yeah. you said about how you may want to challenge yourself with oh, writing oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's thank because you. I find that that's that's kind of one of the things that I do. Like if I had my Instagram in my brain or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. just kind of absorb things for years yeah. and years and years and years and years in a way in my leisure time and activities and everything. And then all of a sudden it'll start to coagulate into something that sparks an idea of it. Mm-hmm. So you may be on yeah. that kind of track where you're collecting and processing and remembering yeah. and filtering and doing things. I think one day I will. Haven't quite bubbled to the surface yeah. yet. But. Have you read, and maybe your parents might not let you read this, so I apologize if not. Oh, uh, it's, it, no, no, it's not. I don't think it's bad. Uh, Stephen King's on writing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. The biggest advice, and I hate to spoil it for people, but there really is no way to just live life. Yeah. yeah. And when you read that, though, because, and he even says at the beginning, he's like, if this is the book you're looking for tips, you're not going to find it here. Mm -hmm. And it's literally just the story of his life. Yeah. Uh And he's just like, how, oh, doing this and this one dog, my motorcycle broke down. I had to drop it off to this guy and the dog scared the crap out of me. Cujo. (laughs) Like, but then he doesn't go any more further into it. He just goes into... This is how I met my wife. Experiences and doing, ex- contribute yeah, to exactly. and inspiration. And, and then you realize that's just so brilliant. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you're doing that right now. You're just collecting the experiences of, of watching Benedict Cumberbatch just yeah. kill that performance yeah. as Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Um, <laughs> by the way, did you see Avengers Endgame? Yes. Can, oh, were you so a little good. disappointed 
they did, they didn't say no blank Sherlock to each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because, I was waiting for so it. So Robert Downey Jr. played Sherlock Holmes in, by, in the Guy Ritchie films in Hollywood, and then in the BBC, Benedict Cumberbatch did Sherlock. He did Sherlock Holmes. And they're both in that movie, yeah. Iron Man and Doctor Strange. And yeah, he was like, there's could, plenty yeah. of time when he, when he can sit there and go like, no, exactly. one more moment. You, this is the one shot. Yeah. And you can go, no, mm, Sherlock. Yeah. And then, yeah, sorry. That was my uh, very, that's the risque part of the conversation yeah. today. So what other, what other things challenge you as a writer then? So mystery, obviously, murder, mystery. Would, would a thriller? Because sometimes thrillers are not necessarily murder mysteries. But they can be, but they're, they're sometimes they're not exclusive. It doesn't have to be the body. Um, yeah. I don't know. I haven't really written much thriller stuff, but I think that I could. I, I mean, for me, I think I'd be better at doing a thriller if it were a short story instead mm-hmm. of a play. Because uh, to me, like writing a thriller is more about like the description and about like... That's true. Because yeah. if I were to do a thriller play, I feel like it'd depend more on like the actors to create that mood, to create like the suspense, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I'd probably do a short story for it, but not necessarily a play. Yeah, I think piggybacking on that, I'd never yeah. thought of it this yeah. way before, but yeah, when you talk about, you know, it, dramas are usually more emotional mm-hmm. are, rather yeah. than like situational. There's some yeah. situational ones that come in, but in terms of thrillers, I'm, I'm going through my head trying to think of a thriller Right, play. like the only... Yeah. In, in, the only thing I can think of, and it's not a play, is, and it's a weird movie. It's obscure, probably now. It's a movie called Antitrust, and it's Ryan Philippe and Tim Robbins, where it's like Tim Robbins plays like a uh, Bill Gates when he was still in charge of Microsoft mm-hmm. kind of guy. And he's doing, and this other guy, he buys a, a startup firm and, you know, and molds them into his company. It's, it looks like it's the perfect job. And then he starts seeing that something's weird in the software that they're, that they're building. And he thinks that he's doing something criminal. Is he or is he not? Or is it he's just seeing things? Like little things, people start disappearing. You never see the body. And then sometimes they will show back up and you're like, whoa, what's going on? So it kind of becomes a thriller. Mm-hmm. That's the closest thing I can think of. Is yeah. Usually there's always a body or that becomes yeah. an action play or otherwise. It, you know, it, That's the natural progression of things. It goes that way. Do you have any other little things that when you write that you maybe put in? So something I learned... I, I don't, I, and in fact, I try to not do it because it's a trope, which is water usually means danger in stories. Oh. Like if there's a focus on water. Yeah. And, it, right, that, that completely just, I don't get it. But like, especially, it was a big thing in plays in the 50s, and then they it transitioned into movies, supposedly. And then, so like, if you watch movies and there's always like water, that means, it's not just rain. It's like a character falls into a, a pit of water or even steps in a puddle or something even mm-hmm. even that it's foreshadowing that something, something. bad's going to happen something yeah. bad's going to happen which i just find to be such an interesting or i think was it there was one movie where the character it was a rom-com the character guys drinking water and that was a sign that something <laughs> bad was going to happen to him soon i'm like really that's the clue i mean okay but do you have any tropes like that where you catch yourself doing it like no no no, no i'm not gonna I don't know. Or that, or any tropes that you do like that you would like to play around with, I guess I would say. I don't say would be think I do anything like repeatedly just because sure. the stuff that I write is kind of like, I try to keep it like as different from each other as possible. That's good, by the um, way. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. I always get bored of my own writing, so. <laughs> so, so. So in your process of writing, do you start writing something and then get bored with it and then move on to something else and then maybe come back to it or does yeah, it just kind of sit pretty there? pretty much. Unless it's an idea that I like really like and really hold on to, 
I don't necessarily do it that much for plays because for plays, if I'm not like immediately hooked on the idea and if I can't like immediately see where I'm going with it or like, like really want to do it, then I kind of, I can't even get to the first line. Like I can't even get past that initial description. But with other writing, like stories and stuff, mm-hmm. I can go like a long time before I like kind of burn out on it where it's right. like, it was initially interesting, but now I just kind of lose interest in it. Do you do free writing first when you write and just write whatever? Or do you write a synopsis free writing or do you just... Um, Well, usually I start with... I usually have an idea that I'm going with. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'll do like a plot outline if I kind of think I know where I'm going with it. Sure. But then other times it's just kind of like the initial idea for the beginning of something. So I'll just kind of go and then see where that takes me. Typically, it's like I'll do a plot outline. So, from the things that you've written, has there anything that's been like it just completely derailed from where you thought it was going, and then you went back and and, and corrected it um, and made it better and that kind of thing? Yeah, I right now um, my other friend uh, also really likes to write, so sometimes we'll do stuff together. And right now we're working on uh, this one like story thing, I guess. But since it's the two of us, it's like a hundred pages now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, editing, how's that going to go? Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's going to be a process. Um, <laughs> Do it on Google Drive. Just share yeah, it back and but forth. We originally had like this whole, I don't even know. I think we sort of had an idea of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But then kind of as we started creeping up to the part where like things are about to happen, we were like, um, maybe we should like discuss where we're going with this just so we're – because it's, you know, there's two people. I mean, That's- obviously our ideas are going to get mixed. It's probably better if we – Figure out what we're doing here. So, so writing with a partner can be difficult and challenging in its own right. Man, you're just like doing everything, which is uh, I'm, I'm yeah. very impressed by this. <laughs> so, so have you guys ever found like where you guys are just way completely on different wavelengths about things, and other times you guys are like right there on the same path, and you just didn't know it? I mean, usually we're pretty much seeing the same ideas. Sure. Um, Granted, I mean, this is before you got to the point where you started talking, officially talking. Yeah, about, right? I mean, I she's pretty much my soulmate, so like we always have the same exact ideas about things. <laughs> so, you know, um, she always ends up driving me home from school. So, like on the way home, we'll like we'll, like start talking about it, and mm-hmm. then we'll both like start getting like really excited about it, and be like, oh yeah, well, what if we did this? And then I'll be like, oh well, like what about this? And then we both like have this idea, and we're like, oh oh my god, we'll do this, and we'll kind of like get the same idea, and we'll bounce off each other a lot. So it's not necessarily like one of us is coming up with an idea and then someone else is and then we're talking about it. It's more like we kind of come up with everything together. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more collaborative, I think. Okay. So you guys have like a shared baseline of yeah. understanding of it. But then what you're talking about is maybe sometimes when you're going in and doing the actual writing, if you start to veer yeah. off somewhere where you guys haven't kind of agreed on what's going on. Yeah then it could get a little more difficult. Yeah. And at that point, we'll kind of just stop and be like, wait, what are you writing right now? (laughs) So do you do do something where you guys are doing like doing it like on a a cloud, like shared drive with Google so you can see each other and then you're like, what is she doing? What did she just do our story? (laughs) And vice versa too. To be fair to your friend, it's also, it's like, what is... So typically it's like, if she writes something that I'm like, what's happening? I'll kind of be like, I'll like go on my phone and be like, I'll like text and I'll be like, what are you writing right now? <laughs> like lifetime as she's writing it too. Yeah. It's hilarious that you guys have these two open channels and one is critiquing the other. Yeah. Right. But, but see that but that's also that's a great thing too that you have someone that, that you can do that and because and, sometimes yeah. it can be very writing is personal. Yeah. Especially
especially, I mean, there are some people that never get over that hump of, of taking critiques well. And yeah. it yeah. took me a while to get, you know, just realize like it's the best for the writing. It's, it's okay. Because sometimes you ask yeah. for it, but then when people give it to you and you don't ask for it, you're like, oh, <laughs> thank you. And then you're like, but like I poured my heart and soul yeah. into this. And it's like, no, no, no. But it's just like, no, no, it's all about making it better. They're trying to help you. Yeah. And even if it's not requested, you can still take something from it. Maybe it's not the thing they think they're giving you, but there's something else you can take from it, yeah. which is always fun. Well, and that's one of the things that I did too. I think when I would send you notes, I would always try to not just give you the note from anybody else, whether it was Tira mm -hmm. or whether it was any feedback that we got from the readings, mm -hmm. but I would kind of put my interpretation and spin on it too and say, yeah, nice. okay, this is something maybe you should consider or yeah. I think you solved this here. You know, I don't think we need mm -hmm. to worry about that and everything like that. So I hope, I hope at least yeah. temper any kind of This whole thing was just validation for Tay. <laughs> yeah, I am doing a job. Like, it's like, did I, did I do good? You done good. You done good. No, I'm <laughs> Meanwhile, Tay's like, I was serious. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Okay, so uh, we're, we're going to start wrapping up here. Do you have anything else you want to plug, play, talk about, whatever here, like writing-wise? Anything you want to – random uh, thoughts into the ether? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, Kara, it was an absolute pleasure. I'm very excited yeah. to see the final version of this one because that one was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. To be human. To yes. be human. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because I'm just like the same one. That was my fault. No, no, that's okay. And then also the, the, there'll be someone with glasses like, um, excuse me, to be human. Well, also well, the other thing is there's that other one where there's like the robotic person in the girls yes. have the one girl has the crush on the. Which was also good, but like that's why I was like, was that the one? That was it's like the sim. sim what, I mean, it's kind of simulated because it's real. Yeah. Oh no, you meant the actual Sims one. I, I got you. No, I couldn't remember the play, the name of my play for like the first couple of weeks I was writing it. People would be like, "Oh, what's your play called?" I'd be like, "Um, hold on, and I'd like look it up." <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so, sorry, it was something I wanted to say this earlier, but when you were just like, "I don't want to like perform in my own stuff." Yeah, uh, I had to do that once, and it was the weirdest thing because uh, if I didn't know the line like but when I write something I kind of put it out there like yeah. even in a draft form and I don't remember so then I had to memorize my own lines it was horrible <laughs> it's kind because of scary how difficult that is it yeah. is because like you had uh, one of the scenes was with Laura the artistic director at Mad Lab and she, and, and she was just like you should know this by now. You wrote this. You wrote this. And I was just like, I, I, uh, 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 yeah. And it, it started this weird thing where to to remember the line, I had it because I I started with a weird colloquialism. I didn't say that right. I don't think, but I I said, oh wow, blah 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 blah. And and the only thing I could think of was Owen Wilson. And it's like so so then the running joke was like, oh wow. And so all three of the, me and the two other actors, Laura, one of them uh, was just like, oh wow. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, <laughs> all right. Well, again, Kara, thank you so much. Tay, yeah. thank you so much for being here. And, of course, for writing a great short <laughs> that we can get to perform, see performed in July. <laughs> in July. <laughs> June. All right. If you want information on the show, on the official dates, go to madlab.net and get your tickets now. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a 
good time until you show up, cheapers. Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place.